This may not be what the creators intended, but like, it can't be an accident that this is in there. Look, I remember it fondly because it had dinosaurs, <laughs> but I remember it unfondly for every other reason. The Black Donnelly's is pure gold, and you guys are wrong. Joey Ice Cream uh, for president. I'm just saying that Selfie belongs in the Criterion Collection. Is it working? Uh, <laughs> no, never, never has anything worked for me in my life, Ronnie. <laughs> Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I'm a genital injury. And I'm Evan. I am... Podcast uh, over. (laughs) I'm just a white guy who looks like all the other white guys spending time with a lot of white guys that look like me. And I'm Ronnie. I'm either Jake or Josh or James or Jack or John. And, oh my or god. I'm Evan. Or Josh. Or the second Josh. Yeah. I'm Josh or Josh or Jake or James or Jack or John. And or I'm rope. Evan. Or rope. Or rope. <laughs> if, if you couldn't tell by these uh unhinged introductions, Ending Pending is a podcast where we discuss television shows which have only lasted for a single season. We are currently covering history channels, <laughs> full metal jousting. Uh, but before we get into that, I have a bit. Do you think Rope walked in and his name was definitely also Josh? And they were like, I'm Josh. I'm also Josh. And he just looked around the stable and was like, uh, I'm Horseshoe. No, it's two on the nose. I'm Rope. Rope. That's my name. Rope Myers. That's what they call me. We were watching episode nine and there was a guy in the credits named Brian and I was like, I do not know who this man is. There's no. no Brian on, like, there's a Brian theoretically somewhere on this show. Uh, I could not pick him out if you held a gun to my head. I was like, I have not heard this man say a single goddamn word on this TV show, and he's in the opening credits on the black team. And I, I was, I was flabbergasted. He's a man of steel. That is something I noticed this watch through. That the the world's best jouster, the world's best jouster found these 16 men of steel. I was like, is that, is that what you want in a jouster? Is like a man of steel? They all know. do look identical though. Uh, they, they don't, they don't all look the same, certainly, but, uh, oh, they look, look, there's all some, of the Renfair guys look on. exactly the same. They do. They do. Okay. There's, there's, there's like 50% with long hair and 50% with short hair. And then there's rope. And like yeah. rope, I can distinguish, um, but all like there's, there's rope, there's, uh, the gay one. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. there's the rest, the rest are just in a, the, and also to be clear, the gay one is extremely conventional looking like he's, he's got just, a tongue stud. Yeah. But the, like I distinguish him <laughs> because he's, you know, he's got a little bit of an affectation and he's got a tongue stud. The rest are just like. The the group with long hair and the group with short hair. Yes, that's really, yes. That's all there is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, before we get into the show, I have a bit. What's the bit? What's the bit? Uh, you guys playing Wordle? <laughs> Wordle? Is that, uh, is that one of those new uh, apps? Is that a new app the kids are using? No, it's not even an app. You can just get to it in your browser. Um, it, can I just say, 
extremely missed opportunity for them to not have named it Wordle with just an L, W-O-R-D-L, because then it's a five-letter word. Why did they name it a six-letter word? Why is the name of the game a six-letter word? Do you know what the guy's name who invented Wordle is? His name is Josh Wordle. That's a fun fact. His name is Josh Wordle? It, it, an A instead of the O, but yes, Josh Wordle. Oh, I guess that's why they named it that, Evan. That's cute. I Maybe. still think they should have named it Wordle with just an L. Like Tumblr that ends with an, you know, like Tumblr with a sure. like, letter missing, you know, Wordle. Send him an Wordle. email. So, so it, I take it y'all are both playing Wordle? Oh, I'm playing the Wordle. This is this is just a quick bit. What's uh what's your starting word? Do y'all have like a word that you start with every day? Oh yeah. 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 Oh, okay. I mix it up. I mean, if you're starting what? Yeah, if yeah. you're starting from nothing, then it does there's no like disadvantage to using the same word every day. I feel like there is though. Like I You just go in wet and wild, just just yeah. new word every day. Honestly, if there's one u- word that I use more than any other, it's probably farts. Um, <laughs> because that's, that's good. Because just that. But now I'm always I'm o- I'm always thinking about what my first word's going to be. But I always think I'm going to like outsmart the system. Like I'm just going to I never guess a word that begins with the letter uh, J. But today the word will be jorts or something like that. I, I will say farts. Farts is a great starting word because of the R, the T, and the S. Yeah, which but is like a nice scatter shot. F F is not super common either. So yeah. yeah, but that's the thing. I don't feel like I don't know. I feel like if I always do something in like the R S T L N E vein, then like yeah, I'll get it in three or four. I'm trying to get it in one or two every day. If I don't get it in one or two, it's like, why the fuck am I playing Wordle? <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. I got um, it in two once. It was pretty sweet. I think it was at your house. That is pretty sweet. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. The, the best I've gotten it is four. Uh, and that was today. My sister got it in one, and that was utter bullshit. Jeez. That's yeah. that's bragging yeah. rights that's right pure, there. Like, that's, that, no, okay. that's all skill, baby. No, that's <laughs> that's pure, all skill. There's no, there's no hint. It's pure luck if you that's get it skill. right on the first go. No, yeah, um, it was total luck. Even two is luck, mm-hmm. but that's why I got. That's why I got to keep pitching these uh, these curveballs at it. Um, I've been starting with ratio. A that's lot a good lately. one lately. Yeah, ratio and ra- three. I, I do. I do that radio, but it would probably be better to do ratio mm-hmm. so you get that T. Yeah, uh, three vowels and two of the most common consonants. Uh, it's it's served me pretty well so far. I, I don't always use ratio, but the like the last three or four times I've played, I've used ratio, and it's it's uh, it's always done well for me. Sometimes I just Oops. use the like yesterday's word because I'm like one of these <laughs> times they're just gonna they're just gonna be like nope, ha <laughs> it's polar two days in a row gotcha mm. gotcha assholes. Andy, what's My, uh, what's your starting word? My starting word is beard. Uh, every so often, if I'm feeling saucy, I mix it up and I go bread. <laughs> but uh, my starting word is beard. And if if beard completely strikes out, my second word is music. Yeah, that should be that should be the the, the real thing. It's like, what's your second word? 
What's your what's your like, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, this is going bad quickly. What is that second word you slot in there just because you're like, oh, I did use I did use Randy once. Yeah, there you go. Like I'm Austin Powers or mm-hmm. something. Bart's I've used just... manly I've used manly twice. It it really narrowed some shit down for me. The first time I was just kind of shooting in the dark. The second time I was like, oh, manly would really do me would really do me good here. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. We should probably stop talking about Wordle for the portion of our listeners, undoubtedly many who do not play Wordle. <laughs> We're we alienating start some people a, right now. We should start a daily Wordle podcast where we just all play Wordle together and we just like shoot the shit while we're trying to guess these letters, but we can't actually talk about it because then we'll give hints to each other. So it'll mm-hmm. just be a very peripheral thing that is just like, ooh, at the end of it, they'll talk about word games. Mm. The the daily wordle. The daily mm-hmm. wordle rundown. There you go. There you go. Do you want to talk about this show where you can win money? And by you I mean Josh, Jake, John, James, <laughs> or other Josh. <laughs> If you can win money, if you're the best jouster or maybe like the ninth best jouster. Yeah. Or if you just happen to have not been in the the brackets for the last eight episodes. You we'll can talk also about that. We'll talk about that. Jiminy freaking crickets. Yeah. Yeah. What's um, this show? I don't think that like evan if honestly if it takes you more than two minutes to do this rundown of the final five episodes there's no like there's nothing there's nothing to summarize because it's just uh like 14 dudes 14 dudes playing calvin ball on horses (laughs) for 10 episodes oh i took notes and and i took way more notes than i should have but they were all just angry notes about this doesn't make any sense what are you doing out here the the highlights of this crop of episodes the reason we're watching so many episodes all at once dear listener the reason we're covering this in two parts is because for most of this show nothing happens Mm -hmm. like there's just nothing to talk about um like it's amazing that they even got enough content out of the episodes to give the episodes titles you know what i mean and the titles don't even have anything to do with the episode anyway um so in uh episode Six episode six is a, is a a big action episode because two dudes get crotch injuries, um or like cr- you know crotch adjacent injuries, um both subsequently in practice, yes immediately one after the other uh, by the same jousting, dude <laughs> press practice jousting against the same dude this dude is like a like a testicle seeking missile and he's just like. <laughs> smashing other dudes nuts like other dudes uh like joke about it but like there there are two um like hospital trips because two guys get hurt badly enough that they have to go to the hospital if anyone at home is keeping track that is three hospital visits in six episodes ladies and gentlemen and non-binary pals um this show i can if if there was no other reason to not have a second season. Insurance costs alone would have sunk it. Uh, okay, so two dudes go to the hospital with um, either like actual genital injuries or like inner thigh injury. Like one guy gets uh, like a piece of it's like a splinter of wood 
like jammed into his inner thigh. He's he's fine, but it's it's like a it's a serious injury. He he's fine, but um, yeah. Then for several episodes, not much happens. They joust, some dudes joust. They pick a horse. The host says, "Oh, it's a good horse." (laughs) And (laughs) incidentally, Ronnie, I wasn't like paying that close attention to the. It's a good horse segment <laughs> until you pointed it out last episode. But you're absolutely right. Every time a guy picks a horse, they do a little interview segment with the host and the host goes, uh, Josh or Jake or John or James picked a horse. Good horse. Good pick. Well, that's good horse. A, that's a new rule we have now is the jousters get to pick their horse instead of the coach, mm-hmm. which is very exciting. Yeah, right. it seems like that should have been how it always was. Yeah, almost. But I guess they needed something for the coaches to do. Yeah, like you said, a lot more of Shane just being the uh, irate dogs Twitter account of horses, just being like this horse uh, is a horse uh, and he runs fast. Fourteen out of ten, great horse. Uh, <laughs> would would feed an apple too. Um, um, so of course, yeah, there's, there's, uh, you know, various and sundry other eliminations, uh, our, our gay dude friend who we've been kind of rooting for this whole time, he, uh, loses hardcore, um, a guy unhorses him in the first pass, um, he won another one though. No, he, no, I mean, yeah, in he the, did. He, in the semifinals, he, he gets, un- he yeah. gets yeah. beat real bad. Like he, he goes yeah. pretty far. Yeah. Uh, he, he, he did good. Yeah. He did, uh, fine in both prior uh, Joust, in this one, he, uh, gets unhorsed on the first pass and just cannot recover from there. He, it's a, it's a one to 22, uh, win for the other not gay dude. Uh, it comes down to two dudes, like the final episode. Oh, oh, I forgot. Uh, there's this, this secondary competition where to incentivize people to not just like piss off and go home, uh, uh, the host, um, what's the name? Shane, Shane Adams, mm-hmm. Shane Adams put up another 25 grand and the way they determine who gets that $25,000 is everyone on the team votes for who they think should joust for that 25,000. Uh, the one team has a tie, so they flip a coin riveting. Um, and then this, the other team, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. I just have so much to say about this. Go ahead. <laughs> There's two dudes who get, Rope uh, and John. Voted. And John was the yeah, guy Rope. who called out Rope initially when he was drunk. Like, Rope, oh, I'm coming okay. for you, Rope. Yes. And Rope won. And Rope won, um, handily. Yeah. Rope, Rope won. Uh, it was a low scoring match, but Rope did indeed win. So rope, good for him. He got his twenty five thousand dollars, and then the actual like you know bracketed championship competition was also in the last episode. Which can I just say, weird choice to have two high stakes jousts in the last episode and to have basically nothing to do in the second to last episode, or the um, third to last episode, or, yeah, the, or the fourth to last, last episode. episode. Yeah, okay, I know. Um, so in the in the you know, final $100,000 joust. The two guys who went up against each other uh, were were weirdly, uh, like... Identical you, looking? They were they were very similar looking, but they were both weirdly, like, bloodthirsty yeah. and kept saying so in their in uh, interviews, where they were like, 
talking about how badly they wanted to hurt each other. Like, not just win, but, like, both of them were like, blood must be shed. I need to hurt this other guy as badly as possible. I need to fuck this guy up. I need this guy to never be able to walk again. I'll, like, I want to kill him and his horse. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, weird, weird alpha male ass shit. Like, very unsettling, very unsettling stuff. Um... The only good thing I can say about... Oh, also, incidentally, both competitors in the final joust were from the black team. That, uh, sure, whatever. And, um, like, it was a very close match. You know, there was, like, some tension. There was, like, uh, uh, some some last-minute upsets. It was, you know, it was a... a, I won't say it was an edge of your seat type match, but it was a close match. You had to like pay attention because they were both like doing pretty well. And, uh, the fellow who won, I don't know if his name, first name was Josh or James or Jack or John. It was Josh. Josh. It was Josh. Okay. (laughs) Last name Knowles was the guy who won. Uh, alarming, large dude, very large dude. Uh, who kept talking about his daughter. He never once brought up his baby mama, so I guess they must be on bad terms. But in uh, about six successive interviews, all he talked about was, I'm here to make a better life for my daughter. And thinking about my daughter, Delilah. My daughter, Delilah. I'm here to win to make a better life for my daughter, Delilah. I'm here to do two things. I'm here to make money for Delilah, and I'm here to absolutely commit homicide against this other yes. man on this other horse. I'm here horse. to murder this other man and also punch his horse to death. I will say, after finding out how little the jousters make at Medieval Times, and this guy is a Medieval Times homie, I would also commit a heinous <laughs> murder and horse crime to not have to go back there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get it. The, the framing of this show would be significantly better if they're like, all these assholes are underpaid. They're competing for $100,000. It's capitalism, the game show, baby. Uh, well, the squid game on horses. Exactly. I, I was desperately rooting for a medieval times guy to win. Like, I thought it was compelling that, like, four of them were coworkers at one time yeah. or another. And, yeah. um, like... They clearly spend the most time thinking about jousting like they do it in their day to day. And I kind of figured that anyone who is here because they're just like. A professional horse dude is probably pretty rich if they're not working at medieval times like the polo player. Like, fuck that guy. (laughs) He doesn't need the money. Yeah, you don't become a professional polo player because you're poor. You know what I mean? Like you can't. How do you even get into polo if you're not already Ready rich? rich? Yeah. They tried to kill James Bond. Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah. So um, this show is inexplicable. Uh, <laughs> this show is like the worst structure I could possibly imagine yeah. for a game show. Yeah. They made up a lot of rules just on the spot. So like there yeah. was many rules. There was a headshot and uh, the fucking host <sighs> was like, Oh, well, uh, he hit the critic grand guard first, so instead of giving him negatives, we're just going to, like... Instead of taking points away, we're going to reward him for ringing this guy's fucking bell. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, uh, I think it was Rope. Rope hit a motherfucker in the head, and it, like, 
was just fine. Yeah. Like, like, like they, they did not penalize him at all. I think it was the gay guy. He hit the, someone hit the gay guy in the head and like, they didn't call it. Yeah. Uh, also like they pulled another one of these things where they were like, Oh, you hit like the handle of the lance, but it was in the right general area. Mm -hmm. So you get a point. But then there was another pass where both competitors hit the handle of each other's lances and neither of them got a point. So like, what the fuck is that? Um, like what? Also, there was a guy who, um, who failed to drop his horse's reins. Yep. Like when he, uh, like apparent, like I get, I understand why, because of course, if you're hanging onto the horse's reins and you get hit and jolted backwards, you're going to like yank your horse's head back, which can hurt the horse. So, um, he, I guess failed to drop the horse's reins at the right time and they mm -hmm. docked him five points, which they I Which, don't remember that being explained. They they explained it once before in another episode, but the host of the show was like, hey, by the way, yeah. I saw that you dropped your reins, and like we have it on footage that you dropped your reins, but the, the umpire is still docking you those points, and it sucks. Fuck those guys. They're bad at their job. And it's like, can, you can, hired them. One, Mr. Hostman, can you stop talking shit on everyone, everyone. when they're not around you? Exactly. Oh my Constantly. Gosh. Oh my gosh. I want to talk Constantly about talking Adams shit on people. so much. And then, like, literally as soon as the people are not around him, he's like, that guy's a fucking wanker. And it's like, what the fuck? You're Canadian. Like, you're supposed to be nice. And then two, like, you're in charge. They all work for you. <laughs> if you go over and tell them, yeah. hey, I saw him drop his reins, like, they're not going to penalize him. And if you have it on camera, what's the point of the cameras then? Yeah. This is your circus, my guy. These are your monkeys. They slow down the cameras constantly to see, like, if a hit was legal or not. So why, like, if you have it on camera that he dropped his reins, why, why penalize? Anyway. I... There, so there's the dropping his reins thing, which like they have mentioned before as like a thing you're not supposed to do, but never have like talked about like, yeah, that's a, a a point penalty, which I guess there's no other way to penalize you other than Shane Adams getting on a horse and just drilling you with a lance himself, um, which I'm positive he has never done. Um, and the other thing, some dude. He hit the guy like too hard and rattled himself. He fell off his own horse because they decided that he knocked himself off his horse. That's fine. That's totally fine. Oh, like, yeah. I forgot goal. about that. <laughs> you, that was insane. That you, it did own, you fell off your horse. Like there is a penalty if your horse slightly moves too far to the right going down the lane. But you fall off your own horse and they're just like, yeah, brush it off. Get back. It's like, like what? How, who is deciding how this economy of points is being distributed? Because it doesn't make any sense. Also, I want to bring up um, towards the like the. I get OK, to be fair, they might have been doing something like this and it was just not notable to me. But towards the uh, the last few episodes, it really seemed like they were emphasizing the host um, Shane Adams, like doing commentary more frequently like every like pass he would give a recap of mm -hmm. the pass and also uh before the before the match he would give a recap of the rules um, every time I, god yeah 
like I I understand why you do that each episode, but he only recapped three of the apparently many rules that there are. <laughs> like if you're going to have a rules recap, first of all, like you can do it quickly with some graphics on the screen, you know? Uh you don't have to have him like explain it verbally over. And if you're going to do that, like do it snappier, you know, like show it on the screen, say like Broken Lance this many points, unhorsing this many points, headshot negative this many points, mm-hmm. uh, like dropped reins. That was never like that was never in the rules recap. Uh, like if you hit kind of in the general vicinity of the target, but it hits something that's not the target, that also counts for a point. Yeah, you know, like why bother if, have the, having the recap if you're just making it up? And like if wh- you knock yourself off your horse, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, you can just fall off your horse at any time. That's not a point against Jump you. Jump off your horse, do like a cartwheel, and march right back up on. We're not even going to stop the clock. Like, just just keep it moving. Like, it doesn't... You, you Like, what is stopping any of these, like, people from just being like, yeah, no, he didn't knock me off. I just I threw myself I off my horse. I just decided... Yeah, I just decided to throw my body off my horse, actually. Um, yeah, just get off your horse... Walk down the the lane and manslaughter the other guy. That's it's the same thing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's so frustrating. I. The, the, in addition to all of that stuff where it's like these new rules are like very staggered and like, oh, is this ever a rule or did you just decide this? Um, there were several, several shots that I saw where they did not, they've been very specific about the gridded grand guard and mm-hmm. where you can hit on the gridded grand guard. And there is like mm-hmm. a trim around the gridded grand guard. And if you hit that, it's, it's no points. They have been very, very particular and very specific. There are so many passes in these last few episodes where they hit yeah. the, the trim and they're like, yeah, that's a point. And it's just like, yeah. what? What, what, what are you, why, how, what? He talks about like, oh, in this sport, it's, it's a small target and you're only there for millis. He didn't even, he, he, he's not a math expert, so he wouldn't know what a millisecond the fuck is. <laughs> um, but he, he's just like, yeah, it, it's so fast. And it's like, well, then maybe like just ref standing at either end of this goddamn pitch is not the best way to score this sport. Shane, mm-hmm. the commissioner of full contact jousting. Yeah, here's another uh, like th- this really sums up why this is not a a feasible sport. No, because I've got I've got two I've got two major points about why this doesn't work as like like a sport. So um, no genital protection. Okay. That's number one with a bullet. <laughs> That's, that's, I mean, that, this is something that could be addressed. I mean, there's two, like, <laughs> fundamental conceptual sure. problems sure. with this. Uh, the dudes in the stands were, like, debating about what was a hit and what wasn't. Because, and they remarked out loud, like, oh yeah, from this distance, granted, they're in, like, the first row of the stands. Like, mm-hmm. there's only 16 dudes. They're very close. They were like, yeah, at this distance, I really can't tell if he 
if it actually hit on the on the Grand Guard or not. Like it, we get, we have to wait for the recaps, buddy. If you can't tell what's happening in the game from the first row, then like who's going to pay to watch that sport? Right. And like right. I know that there are close calls in like football or anything periodically. You know, there like there's things there's situations where something's like right on the line and you gotta watch the recap. But that's not like the standard for the sport. Generally speaking, watching football or soccer or whatever, you can tell if the object went where it was supposed to go or not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The other thing, oh boy, what was my other point? Oh, um, all of the recaps were boring as shit. <laughs> um, so like I said, they have Shane Adams doing a recap. Now, like, and like I said, this, th- this might've been present in the first few episodes, but it didn't like stand out to me. It stood out to me in all these episodes because he would say like, yeah, they ran past each other on their horses and one broke a lance and one got a point. And I was like, okay. And then he give the next recap. They both ran past each other on their horses and both of them missed. Okay. Like, there's nothing yeah. like there's nothing to talk about. There's not there's not a strategy. There's no complexity here. Like right. they smash each other apart or they don't. Right. And like there's this is why. So like medieval jousting, if you if you like hit the other guy, it didn't matter where you hit him, like on the head or whatever, like everybody could see that and they would be like, oh, yeah, dope. That guy smashed the other guy. Awesome. But this, like, you're relying on this tiny little target area that you can't see clearly as an audience member. And then you have to rely on this commentary that's just like, yeah, he sure did smash the other guy. And you're like, okay, I wish I had been able to see it. You know, I wish I wish that that had been obvious to me as a person in the stands and I didn't have to rely on this boring ass recap. So, yeah. If people cannot tell intuitively from the stands what is going on in the game, that's not a viable sport. Yeah, they would have to they would have to either completely remove touches and what wins is unhorsings and lance breaks because those mm-hmm. are the only things you can really tell from the stands or mm-hmm. they would have to make it the most technological savvy sport that has ever been played. Thus basically taking all of the heart of jousting this medieval Mm -hmm. sport out of it. Like it would need to be like an NFL. There are cameras freaking everywhere. There are sensors in everything. We have done away with horses. We only have these big metal contraptions that you just ride along the the rail with. It would, it would, the sport that Shane Adams wants to make real can't be a sport, and the sport that can be real is not a sport that Shane Adams wants to watch. Yeah, like the 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 thing about the broken lance isn't as obvious as you would think either, because there was one instance where a lance like cracked, and they counted it like it didn't break into pieces. They just looked at the wood afterwards, and they were like, "Oh, it." It's broken, actually. Right. And like, okay, I guess. Which, which like, these are, these are, or what would? Would these be like balsa or something like that? 
They gotta be no, something no, harder these, than that. They're they, probably like a. They're probably like pine. They are. They they're are probably, pine. I remember. I remember yeah. him saying they're. They are Douglas fir or something like that. Some okay. kind of Christmas tree. Sure. Yeah. That's. Um, a, I mean, that's an inexpensive uh, wood that's right. like low. It's not super super hard. You don't and want I, like a hard wood because then it'll just uh, like impale. People. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I understand that they have some flexibility to them as pine trees do, but like. I have to imagine that after every hit, there are some micro fractures in in this lance. And so right. like it, it, it that that is one of those points where it's like Shane Adams wants this sport to be like raw, bloodthirsty, broken lances, people getting knocked off of horses. But he also wants to be so serious that he's like, no, the lance did technically slightly break his his line. His quote exactly was. Uh, I have it here. Though it did not break, it actually was broken. And it's like that. Oh, wow, Shane. Thanks. Thanks, Shane. Thanks that doesn't that. explain jack shit, but thanks for being that here, That doesn't Shane. sound like it should count. Yeah, no, that sounds exactly. fake as hell. That sounds fake as hell, Shane Adams. That's what I'm saying. So if, the, if the lances don't explode, then it's not jousting. Then what are we mm-hmm. doing out here? So I've been digging through their website uh, kind of all day. And uh, it for, is for the sport or for the show. Shane extreme, Adams has his own website. Extremejousting.com gotcha. is Shane Adams's website. Of course it extreme is. Extremejousting.com. So I, I, I want to read to you the about us section, no. if I may. A six foot four Canadian no, he's who's not. red hair. <laughs> no, he's not. Sorry. Sorry, Shane Adams. No, you're not. <laughs> Whose red hair and perpetual grin give him the air of a big pawed Irish setter, settler, setter, Irish setter, the dog. Okay, Irish setter, the 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 breed of dog. Adams is both North American jousting's biggest star and its most dedicated promoter, having produced six tournaments in Canada between 1999 and 2006. Parentheses. He lost money on each. (laughs) This is his website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a quote from the New York Times that he put okay. on his website. Okay. But the New York Times pointed out that he lost money on, on every <laughs> single jousting tournament he's ever hosted. So I um, I found a few things. Uh, some of the horses that are still with him are um, Crispin. Crispin's still around. Um, Gulliver. Gulliver, Gulliver and Jefferson were both on the show. Paladin was on the show. Uh, I don't remember Phantom. Phantom uh, was not on the show. Superman's still around. Matt Hiltman and Josh Avery are now working for him. Mm. Oh, God. That makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. tracks. I'm sure they make at least as much money as they did working for <laughs> Medieval Times. Um, they can. Uh, they do a like educational thing for children. Uh, it's aimed at fourth graders. And, like, it keeps stressing, like, this combat is real. Like, oh, you tell man. these fourth graders that this combat is real. I cannot They're really imagine. Gonna fight each other. He's trying and to groom children to, to like, think that his sport is real. I cannot imagine. This is not a, a dinner worse, show. A worse leader of children than Josh Avery, the wolfman himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't find it again because this website is impossible to navigate. But I was reading about the history of the sport, and it talked about how the sport started with just one member, and then it grew to as large as 10. And I was like, if 
if Shane Adams is bragging about having been the most decorated world champion in the sport he created and for a not insignificant amount of time, there's been less than 10 participants. <laughs> and uh, for, for, for quite some time, there was only one. <sighs> Has anyone looked at his credentials? Has anyone seen this man joust? I have never seen Shane Adams joust. I wish I could find it again. I wish. I keep looking I for that section. I want to know where this guy got he's, money. He's, now, he's, like, there's no question. He's, he like I said last time, he's on the Canadian equestrian team. He must play. He must, he must participate in some equestrian sport at a high level. It's not jousting because that's not a sport. Um, but like in order to be on the Canadian equestrian team, you gotta be like a high level equestrian. It's definitely some old money, like oil baron shit. Like that's what I'm thinking. There's no way you make enough money being a good, good at horses, man to, well, first of all, let's be real. There's no way you get into horses to begin with unless you're already rich. I found that you cannot keep or care for horses unless you have more money than any person should. So it's gotta, it's gotta be inheritance. This guy's gotta be burning through some, uh, like Canadian, uh, like land baron uh-huh. inheritance or some shit. In 1997, Shane Adams entered his first competitive tournament at the U S international jousting championships in Estes park, Estes, Estes park, Estes park, Colorado on a borrowed horse Using unfamiliar equipment, he rose to the challenge and won the title. From one member in 1997 to over 10 full contact competitors in 2005, the Knights of Valor jousting troupe is growing and continues to be the premier full contact jousting troupe in North America. <sighs> I want to I wanna point out that uh, before Shane Adams invented modern full contact jousting, Jousting tournaments, which do exist and do continue to exist, the Maryland throughout the United State sport, States, baby. it is the Maryland State sport. Jousting tournaments are just you, you, you catch small rings on your lance. It's an accuracy thing. So um, he's he's framing this like it was like a joust, like he came up with. But no, he's just pointing out that like he won a jousting tournament in Colorado once. And then he decided that he was a jouster now. I also, lo- I love the fucking a knight's tale shit of like a borrowed horse, <laughs> unfamiliar equipment, and uh, this this uh, beginner's luck, like plucky underdog, won the the thing. Also, I I um very intrigued by the fact that uh, his timeline only goes from 1997 to 2005. What's like the the show didn't come out till what 2012? I have no idea. I didn't even check. Let me check. Uh so besides uh having your fourth graders come watch this real combat. Yeah, 2012, th- February 2012. This right. full this full contact combat uh where like they'll launch a trebuchet for um and and like do Roman combat and Macedonian combat and Egyptian combat and medieval combat. Besides that, you can uh, 
do a noble's feast where like they, this is medieval times. Mm-hmm. You uh, This is medieval times that they are you, doing. You can do a noble's feast. Uh, the announcement is made. Let the feast begin. Entertainers from far and wide ready themselves to entertain you and all the noble guests while you eat with your hands the scrumptious meal set in front of you. You just reinvented <laughs> medieval times. They kept saying on the show, like, this isn't some medieval times bullshit. This is real. Full contact. Joust sporting. Sports jousting. It's jousting and it's a sport. Oh my god, this is fucking hilarious. So besides that, like you can just go and have a dinner tournament hosted by Shane Adams, and it's medieval times. Except I'm sure you pay more, and it's less entertaining because the swords don't have sparks flying off them, and there's probably no falconer. What was the uh, the drink we got when we went to medieval times? We just had them fill like a, a slushy with a shit ton of uh, whiskey. I just had them put gin in the slushy. Yeah, it was fucking dope. I doubt Shane Adams has that. Um, uh, you can also book them for weddings if you want them to come. If, if you want to have your wedding with the Knights of Valor, uh, oh, no. they will beat the shit out of each other for you like a Dothraki wedding. Cancel uh, all of the entertainment that y'all have planned for your wedding. I, if I don't see Shane Adams at your fucking wedding, I'm going home. I I'm want Josh home. Avery's guts to spill out of him <laughs> on the sand at my wedding. <sighs> he promised. He promised that that's what would happen. Shorted sure keep Jones. talking about guts and blood and wounds and like how he wanted to um, hack this other guy's head off with a a dull knife or something. I don't know something horribly. I'm exaggerating, but that he just sure. kept talking a lot. About physically can, harming this other so dude. So can we talk about how shitty multiple of the jousts were too? Yes. There, were multiple, there were multiple jousts where nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, there were like, some really good ones. Don't get me wrong. Like the one where it was Avery versus um, the guy who ended up winning the whole thing. What was his last name? Knowles. Uh, Josh. A- Avery versus Knowles. The two Joshes. We're amazing. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're joust really, together. It was a really close game. They and, were also they looked identical, the two. And, and they were they were co-workers. The one had trained the other. Yeah. And then the one always played the good guy at medieval times, and the other always played the bad guy. And because they were super into it and they were used to entertaining a crowd, they were like getting the the other contestants in the seats like pumped up, which was really fun. And like that joust ruled. But there was one joust where it was three to one. Three to two. Three to two. Yep. Excruciating to watch. Nothing happened. They just missed and missed and missed and missed and missed. Yeah. And then like. And all they had planned for like the last three or four episodes was just two jousts. So they have to fill the same amount of time as a good joust with a bad joust, which means lots mm-hmm. and lots of Shane explaining that they didn't lower their lance at the right point or mm-hmm. that they didn't lean forward enough. It's literally the mm-hmm. only different like variables in the sport is not brought his lance down to no, he's at he's he's didn't lean in nor enough. Or he leaned too far out. Who knows? Yeah. Just just brutal to get through. Um and it's not fun to watch when the people are bad. It's yeah. just I mean, I guess that's all sports. I wouldn't know. I don't really watch sports, but it was 
but most sports rough. you're watching live, and it's like they yeah. don't know that that's happening. They fully know yeah. that this jow sucks while we're watch we're we're also, watching we're watching the like talking head interview after the jows where they're like, yeah, so I. I just didn't bring my joust down and hit him like I was supposed to. It's like, you know that this is bad. Just tell us the ending so we can like fast travel mm-hmm. ahead here. Also, like most sports are more complex than hit guy with Lance. You know, right. most sports have more strategy involved. And to be clear, I'm not saying there's not skill involved. There certainly is. Riding a horse is very challenging. And like doing that, like in a lot of armor, like and like trying to sort of like maneuver this thing, like I'm sure it's challenging and requires a lot of skill, but um, like I pointed out, there's just nothing to commentate on. Like yeah. there's only there's only one or two things that you can do right or wrong in each pass, and like you and you can't like if you can't tell in a distance what's going on, then like there's not there's no sport there. I can't believe they gave the one dude a second chance when he sucked so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The I think his name was Josh. Um, but he, he was the one who the dude got injured. So he had to take that guy's place and he didn't have time to like practice on, uh, one of the, the jousting horses. And so he got like fucking decimated and they gave him the chance to win the 25 G's and he did a terrible job again. The one guy who everyone was every time. Somebody got selected either by one of the coaches or by like just chance. Um, it everyone else was super fucking salty that they got that they were that they had the nerve to joust when they were selected to joust. Um, mm-hmm. but the one guy did like made a lot of sense where he's like, This guy, like, I think people feel bad that he didn't get an opportunity, uh, and he did poorly, he had a bad chance of doing it. I ha- I guess I had the opportunity to do well and I fucking did great and I'm not up there doing it. What what is yeah. what is wrong with this? Uh I want to clarify the J name thing for everyone cuz I did do a tally. There are 16 competitors, 7 of them have a name that begins with J. Uh two but of ha- them are Josh. But how uh, many names for that are not J do you even recognize? We're even on the show. Like uh, like most of them. I am convinced were... Brian Talk did not say a word. <laughs> Brian Talk does sound familiar, but I do not remember anything about. There was a guy named Landon in here. Did Landon do shit? Landon he punched, punched a goddamn horse. horse. Oh, okay. Landon punched a fucking horse. There in the was face. a guy named. That explains Paul. why I don't remember him because he didn't do shit. He punched a horse and got eliminated, and that's it. There was a guy named Paul, uh-huh. um, who who jousted at the beginning of this like episode five or episode six. And I thought it was like, it was a great Shane moment because Shane goes in his classic. I'm going to talk shit about everybody in these interviews and I'm going to say nothing at all. Admonishing to these people to their face. Shane goes, I don't know if Paul's ever killed a fly, which would indicate that if, if Paul had killed a fly and perhaps even killed more than that, then he would be a great jouster because we know how bloodthirsty and horrible murderers these people are or have to Hang be. On. I, I need to point something out real quick. Rope Myers is an Olympic gold medalist. It says in his bio here on Wikipedia, world champion steer wrestler, comma, 2002 Olympic gold medalist. In what? I know not. 
But um, I, I don't think steer wrestling is an Olympic sport. But that I need to figure out what Rope Myers' this deal is now. I'm you'll gonna, never you'll never find him because Rope's just his his uh, numb de plume that he came with up up with on the spot. Yeah, so no one would know uh, who he is. Oh my God! If you Google him, it says Rope Myers author. <laughs> oh, that dude does stink of like chip gains. He does oh, yeah. like awfully. I want to talk for a moment about the um, the selecting of people for the twenty five thousand dollar like uh, consolation joust, because everybody there that has gotten out has mentioned how like, well, I'll stick around because I want to. Oh, I think I have a chance to win the twenty five K. I think I can do it. I'll stick around. I'll, I'll 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 coach these people up so that I can I can be here for them and also maybe win the twenty five K. They. I am kind of glad that they did it this way, but also it still sucked. Like you have the chance to create a real consolation prize. Make these men compete for that spot. They like up to this point, they have just said like, uh, the coaches and I have conferred and, um, this guy, you're going to joust. They did that with Mike in like episode six and everyone was like, I can't believe Mike's out there jousting when they told him to go joust. Um, but this time they're like, no, we want you guys to decide. And I was like, this is going to be some drama because of course, everybody in that room thinks that they should be the one up there. Like, of course, why would you still be here if you were not like competing for this like $25,000 consolation prize? And the one group is like, uh, I guess we could draw straws. And the other group's like, it should be no one except for Rope Myers. And it's like, what are you doing here? You person who does not think you have a spot in this consolation prize. What are you? Why are you here? What are you doing? It baffled me that they would even like care and that they were so just like, nah, it's got, and you know what? It's Rope Myers or this other guy, and I don't, I don't even care enough to pick. I'm just gonna flip a coin because that's because mm-hmm. that's why we're here. Make mm-hmm. content for your goddamn show and make these boys compete in rings or anything. I was so. I so you're right, angry. Ronnie. I have a I have a script doctor. I have a script doctor for this show. I don't think it would have made a perfect show, but I think it would have made a better show. Um. So you you get just two guys per episode. Don't fucking introduce any of the other guys. Just at you could film these all on the same fucking day for all I care. But just film a series of episodes where you have two guys arrive at the ranch. Both like small prizes. So like you know, each guy gets something for winning. You uh spend a, like some time with each of them. They do practice, they do, they do rings, they do targets, and they talk about their motivations. And you really, like, get invested in each one as a person. Make us care about them. You have some footage of them practicing. Also, you have footage of them bonding with their horses. So, they've got to, like, they each pick a horse from the stables. Uh, like, maybe there's some some drama with them, like you know, figuring out how to understand their horse. Um, And this gives the coaches something to do as well. 
and the coaches will give them feedback on their technique and say like, all right, which I know is minimal, you know, but this, this will give the coaches something to do. And the coaches are like recurring characters. All right. So you focus on the nitty gritty of each of these dudes. And then you have the final joust eight passes. They, they meet each other for the first time on this pedestal. They say like, I've been, uh, you know, dreaming of this day. Not quite that dramatic, but yeah, now that you're invested in these two guys who you've spent the entire episode focusing on, you care who wins. And then whoever wins, uh, like comes back in another future episode. Next episode, you have two totally different dudes jousting each other. This keeps the focus narrow so that you can actually care about the, the characters in this drama. And like I said, you can like script some shit if you want. I don't care. All reality shows do. Who cares? But like make them interesting people so that we care about them. And also like give them something to do before the big joust. Introduce them to the coach. Have the coach actually coach them individually. I think, Andy, you pointed out last time, like the this it sounds similar to like the American Ninja Warrior format. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, mm-hmm. like, yes, like, let's like really get invested in these people. Let's like give a shit about them. Do some like s- nonsense, like horse riding stuff leading up to a big, exciting joust where there's an actual fucking crowd that's yes. like hooting oh, and hollering and junk. So important. Doesn't matter who they are. I don't yeah. care. Like, call out a high school for the day. I yeah. don't care. Evan, Just have you, somebody. You made the point that they should have brought the families in for the finale. Yes. Yeah, I, I was saying as we were watching, like, this finale feels really boring. It just doesn't yeah. feel like anybody cares what's happening except the two guys who are potentially going to win some money. Have the little girl there that he's going to murder his opponent. <laughs> <laughs> he had no uh, one. That's why there was no actual homicide. He had no one to, like, cleave this man's head off, hold it up to the crowd and say, I did it for you, Delilah. Like, mm-hmm. It was it was it was dull without that. Um, I was searching for information about the weddings that uh, the Knights of Valor full metal jousting people do. And I accidentally found Rod's website, Full Tilt Jousting, which it really feels like our boy Shane stole a bunch of shit from the black coach. Interesting. That makes sense. Of the two coaches, Rod of the black team definitely seemed like he either that he knew more. And when he wasn't coaching, he just realized that all of this was complete bullshit. I did get that Mm -hmm. vibe from him. Yeah, Uh, it it really feels like uh, our buddy Shane Adams, Shane Adams, Shane Adams, Shane Adams Adams, uh, just stole a bunch of shit from him, including Tilt. Like, because his new TV show is called Tilt. Yeah, this guy's jousting company is called Full Tilt Jousting. So... Instead of Full Metal Jousting. Yeah. And then he just... He just swapped the one word out, and then his new show is called Tilt. So it feels very suspicious. Shane Adams sucks so much. Yeah. And unlike Shane Adams, I would say that to Shane Adams' face. Yeah, um, we can call him. His his phone number is on the website. <laughs> oh, oh, <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
he at one point when like dudes are just getting shish kebobbed in the nuts left and right he does his like little secret shit talk in, in like uh, a talking head interview and he goes like if it were me and I was able to be out there. I, I don't care if I was missing a leg. I don't care if I was bleeding out of the head. I'm going to finish that joust, which is incredibly wild, considering he is essentially the commissioner of this sport where he he's he's like, if it were me, I in my life was in danger. I would joust. It's not me. But if it were me like you, you can't you can't like say that like you can't compel these athletes as you want them to be considered to like put their lives on the line for your game for your little for your little mm-hmm. amusement like what are you the dude doing also get on a fucking horse let's see you joust exactly buddy. the dude who came in second place who had the one like really heinous groin injury he was like yeah, what's his name? Has just been laying around in shorts and flip flops, not ready to joust because he was injured like a baby. And it's like, dude, he he's got six staples on his inner thigh. Mm-hmm. He super glued it closed, like mm-hmm. we saw it. Yeah, he kept ripping it open because he wouldn't fucking stop jousting. And he's he, like, he he's going to the finals. Like, like what the fuck? Anyway, the show is bad. (laughs) It's bonkers. I don't know if it's bad. Well, it's, I mean, it's certainly like there's a level of entertainment you get out of it, but it's mostly self-made entertainment. Do not watch it sober. Do not, yeah, watch it with friends and uh, have some some, uh, adult beverages. You can make a Shane Adams drinking game very, very easily. Um, I have a theory about this show. And that is that I know that it is very expensive to keep horses like that is mm-hmm. that is something that is well documented about horses. Um, and we don't really see anyone with the horses other than the jousters, the coaches and Shane Adams. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that Shane Adams at his like estate or whatever or his stable complex uh, just fired the help for a month and made all of these boys do horse labor, which <laughs> maybe equates to somewhere near a hundred thousand dollars. And then just said, Oh, I've saved a hundred thousand dollars, not paying my workers. That is the prize that you get for being the best, uh, horse laborer. I mean, jouster. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something going on there where it's just like, because they definitely didn't have a budget on this show that was very good. They had one of those little um, tightrope cameras, the, like mm-hmm. the flyover cameras, which means that, like, as I was watching through this and they were showing, like, the slow-mo, you could see the jouster in the left lane where their lance hit perfectly. But then you could only see like the peripheral side of the other jouster because there was no flyover camera pointed at that person. Um, Yes, Uh, I have to point out when uh, the one guy got the bad head injury, um, they like in the in the incident where he got that head injury, both riders were unhorsed. 
but they clearly only had footage yep. from the opposite side. Yep. So they would be talking about his head injury and be showing a dramatic shot of a guy falling off a horse, but it wasn't the guy with the head injury. It was the other guy who also fell off his horse in that, like, collision. There's but, so much like, shit. Would, they're, they're showing B-roll of, like, a person being handed a lance with, like, an mm-hmm. ungloved hand, and then as the person runs around, like, the curve, they have a glove on. Like, there, there's just, like, they are patchworking this show together out of whole cloth, and it is absolutely ridiculous that they didn't have the resources to, like, properly shoot this sport, question mark? Um... They introduced a bunch of we're 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 done talking about this, except for there's like they they decided that now you can use all the horses, which they were very, very specific before about like, no, you can only use these horses. And now that it's like intense jousting time, we have like eight more horses at our disposal, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't understand. Um, it's. Paladin is the best jousting horse in the world. Clearly Shane's favorite horse. He just keeps talking like clear, like he's got some opinions about Paladin. Paladin is the best jousting horse in the world, says the self-acclaimed best jouster in the world. (laughs) Uh, I get the impression that, uh, uh, like, Shane just, like, rides Paladin all the time. Mm-hmm. 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 There's one point during, like, the second to last joust, or not the second to last, in episode nine, um, where they keep parrying, and Shane just, like, goes on a tirade of just, like, all these parries, parry, 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 it's just, like, like this is all for his enjoyment this is all for his Mm -hmm. like this is all caesar just giving the thumbs up and thumbs down to like what pleases him Uh uh-huh oh to you shane adams maybe you're the best part of this maybe maybe without you this show would have never happened and maybe without you this show would have been utterly terrible uh but i know that with you it was just undescribable chaos. So mm-hmm. for that, I guess I am grateful. I mean, he really is the whole fucking show. Yeah. Like yeah. you can tell that he is laying the track as it comes and he is making it up on the spot and he's not very good at it. And that's where a lot of the entertainment comes from. Which fuck if but, this show was all about like Shane playtesting uh, full contact joust yes like i am here for it i'm just yeah. like oh he he pulled he pulled at the horse's reins you know what we want to discourage that we're going to give that negative points and like if you are honest about making this shit up on the fly i would be so invested in this show of like trying to figure out what this sport is and trying to adapt it from this like old medieval like game i am super here for that but masculinity indicates that no i've actually known this all along i've never not known anything uh here's my horse palette and she's so pretty and there's there's a lot of like really obvious fixes that they could have done that would have mm-hmm. made 
huge improvements. Yep. I mean, even just bringing in an audience, which seems really fucking obvious, would have made this way more entertaining. They probably would but, have paid a, had to pay a bunch of insurance, and Shane already spent his hundred thousand uh, dollar scab fees to the scabs. Get him a couple of LARPs and be like, "Hey, five bucks, you get to see these people actually impale each other with with uh, with uh, the pokey sticks." People would have paid. God, I, I would love to see like actual LARPers, actual like Ren Fair folks, up on these horses. Because what this show has has shown me is that. As long as you're like large and have some lower body strength, anyone can fucking joust. All of these guys. You can pay Shane Adams to teach you. It's on his website. Oh, God. He'll train you, baby. (laughs) Shane Adams didn't train any of these people. And after every single one of them got eliminated, he's like, uh, John, Jake, Josh, uh, Jeremy really, uh, started from really not having a whole lot of experience and has come out here. And I think they would make an excellent jouster. I'm excited for their future. And it's like, they, they were, they were terrible. And also they've never jousted before in their life. I, I, I could do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this as they were all like talking about, like, this is a dangerous game. We're playing. Sometimes your nuts get just absolutely impaled by a, by a lance. It's like, that's not a game. I'm not. I'm done fucking playing if it's this dangerous. What? Why are you still here? You have a daughter named Delilah. Go home. Mm hmm. Who you just will not shut up about. I'm doing it for her. Delilah would probably rather you be home hanging out with her, though. I'm, I mean, he did win one hundred thousand dollars. So he is the one, you know, a a, a, uh, a man who sleeps with a knife under his pillow is a fool every one night but once. This is the, the that's the one night. This is for, the once. Yeah. This is the once for that guy. Everyone else are, is going home, being like, "Yeah, I took a month off of work, and I come home with uh, a big old gash in my leg that will not ever close again." Thanks, Full Metal Jousting. He won. Rope got twenty five thousand dollars, and it seems like Jacob really kickstarted his reality TV career, um, and it's probably selling some calendars. So good for him. I'm glad we didn't pay for this show. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, there was a point where I, I, you know, I ran out of borrows on my library card for this show. And I mm-hmm. did watch this show on some website that probably gave my computer some viruses. But I was oh. not giving money I, out of out of principle. I would rather have the viruses than give anyone involved with this show two ninety nine. I really want to buy Tilt. Season I kind of do want to buy Tilt though. Well, well, if, well Tilt hey, is free on Amazon hey, Prime. Make it, okay. make it, uh, make it a um, a Patreon goal that if we hit a certain amount of Patreon dollars, we will buy the twenty dollar DVD of Twil- Tilt Season Two on Etsy. Tilt Season <laughs> Two has to be absolutely off the chain. I can't, I cannot imagine what Tilt Season Two <laughs> is. Jeff Bezos would not allow it on Amazon Prime, so they just had to bring it straight to the people. On Etsy. I, on I imagine Etsy. that you receive it and it's got like a like a sticker on it that somebody printed off their mm-hmm. their at home printer. And you know, like those C D labels that you yeah. used to buy when you were in high school. Yeah. Love it. I didn't hate <sighs> it. Like, honestly, I would I would I would probably skip a bunch of episodes, but I would watch this again. 
Um, Drunk. boy, howdy. Yeah, it definitely requires booze. Definitely requires friends. Yeah. Is it a good show? No. Is it a bad show? Yes. <laughs> Is it an entertaining show? Sometimes also very much yes. Yeah. But usually not for the reasons it tries to be. Except for when the jousting's really good. When the jousting's really good, it is, yeah. in fact, fucking cool. Jousting's fun. I mean, we can, we can talk about how macho and, and, and meat-headed all these guys are all we want. When one, one of these assholes gets knocked off the horse, that's fun. That's good times. I enjoy oh, seeing that. We got an I came here to win speech, too, which made me so happy. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but someone was like, I didn't come here to make friends. I didn't come here for a T-shirt. I came here to win. And I was just like, oh, my God. In this in this final episode, one of, when they were trying to find out who was going up for the twenty five thousand, they were like, "Yeah, I don't care about the money. I'm I'm here to win. I'm here to I'm here for the joust. I, I just want to joust." And one of the other guys who wanted to do was like, "I am definitely here for the money." Avery, our boy Avery, was like, "I am here for the goddamn money. I work at Medieval Times. I make thirteen dollars an hour. I sold all of the furniture in my house to make rent." So I could be here on this show. I came here for the money. Put me in the joust. Now Avery works for him. Wild. I bet he's in tilt. I bet I bet our boy Avery and uh, Hitman, Hiltman, are both in tilt. He's probably hiding out in the Missouri countryside from the law for almost certainly murdering somebody on or off a horse. It's hard to say. I... I was going to say I can't talk anymore about full metal jousting. I could probably talk forever about full metal jousting. And maybe that will be just like a Patreon exclusive. Uh, us just compl- just watching tilt or whatever the fuck. Talk- finding Jacob uh, Pardo, whatever, N- Nora, Naruto, uh, and and having him on. Um, we, we, I, I, I want to talk more about this train wreck of a of a circumstance uh but until then thank you for listening uh thank you for uh being a fan of ending pending and thank you for being a friend thank you for oh pour one out um (laughs) and uh if you want to really be our friend uh not really because we don't uh condone parasocial relationships but you can be our. Yes, we do. Uh, For well, us, we do. I mean, if you want to pay to have a better relationship with me, you can. Yeah. It's a Patreon tier. <laughs> if you pay five dollars a month, you're my best friend. You have several best friends currently on the Patreon. Uh, I sure do, baby. Including, and I can use more. Including new Patreon supporter. What? Yeah. Uh, uh, let me let me pull it up on the page. Ellery, thank you so much oh, to Ellery name. Uh, for uh, joining us at the five dollar uh, level. You rule, best Woo! friend, best friend, best Ellery. friend, Avery. I don't. I don't know if you're uh, if you're an ending pending fan or maybe a Force Friends fan or maybe a, a fan fiction is good actually fan or maybe you're just really excited for this upcoming musical theater podcast that I'm definitely putting out sometime this year. 
Uh, but thank you, Ellery, for for uh, for joining along. Also, I don't think we we Ooh. welcomed Rin. Rin, welcome. You're also at the five dollar level. Uh, best friend, best friend, best friend, Rin. Yeah, I'll just go down because there's some names I feel like I haven't mentioned in a while. Red Rose White, Natasha, Reese. Uh, this one I've definitely mentioned many times, but trans artist of the day. Uh, go Woo. follow trans yeah. artist of the day on Twitter. Um, bah, 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 bah. They rule. Uh, they're the best. All of our friends um, are collecting. And all of, of you friends. are the best I too. I love it. Um, so, uh, yep, I think we'll, we will cap it there for the episode. Uh, check out uh, endingpending.com for other episodes. Check out um, where they may radio.com. You can get access to our merch store. And access to our Patreon. If you want to get right to that Patreon, you can just head over to patreon.com slash WCM radio. Uh, things are going to be popping off on the Patreon. Uh, uh, lots of new things on the horizon. Lots of cool stuff. I'm putting out a video this week that I recorded um, in a very stylish sweater, I might add, um, uh, about what we have achieved in 2021 and what we can expect to achieve in 2022. Um, so so head over there. Going to be a lot more content this year, a lot more uh, benefits, a lot more engagement. Uh, and also, you heard it here first. You give me Andy's best friend for just five dollars a month. Honestly, it's less we than come, I pay. We come cheap. Yeah. Any, anything else, gang? Anything else we want to we want to tell the tell the peoples? Keep your your eyes peeled. There uh, there might be some new stuff coming soon. Soon, 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 soon. We'll see. Always a tease. Mm-hmm. Always a tease that Andy. How do we how do we wrap these episodes up, Andy? Oh boy, did did we come up with a new thing? I feel like we came up with a new thing recently. Did we? Oh, I don't know. Joss Whedon's a piece of shit. Yeah, Joss Whedon. Oh is a piece god, of Joss shit. Whedon sucks. And if you are like one of the people who's like, well, you know what? In 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 Joss Whedon's position, I may have done the same thing. Uh, fuck off, fuck off forever. And yeah, what's wrong with you? Who I saw somebody on the internet say that, and I'm like, what are you? It's it's just like go outside. It's bad enough that men are consistently bad. Uh, It's bad enough that like cis hetero men specifically are consistently bad. But also they love to tell on themselves. They love Mm -hmm. because they can't help but be but just try and be relevant every second of the day. They need to be a part of the conversation. So I need to rat myself out as a shit face. Joss Whedon did not need to give that interview, and these weirdos who are like, look, I know it's gross, but I would have done the same thing probably, and that makes me uncomfortable. It's like, buddy, you didn't need to tell everyone that. Yeah. You could have just had that private thought to yourself and gotten a therapist. Yeah. And like, Mm -hmm. maybe sorted through that shit. Yeah. I don't know what you being like, look, I feel gross about it, but I would have done the same thing. Who's that helping? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Just, just, just like, keep that to yourself. Go get a therapist. Tell them about it and then like work on yourself. Not hard. I mean, it is, but like, you know, it, it it's very doable. And, uh, Joss Whedon, maybe, uh, just shut up forever. Maybe just stop talking forever, please. My man really thought this was going to be his comeback. And he was just like, yeah, I fucking suck. I'm going to keep fucking sucking. And, uh, it's just because I'm such a good feminist. And I think I murdered a small boy when I was five years old. Uh, uh, I think I manslaughtered a small boy. What? Fucking bonkers. Just, just, just 
bonkers. Just clown hours 24-7 for Joss Whedon. Fuck Joss Whedon. Forever. What a piss. What a piss. Piss boy. Just just worst man ever. Uh, anyway, that's our show. We're never <laughs> doing Firefly. Fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. For real. I, except maybe we will because I still want to read him the riot act. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe we'll see. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Where they may, radio.